What's up, everybody? It's writer-director Sheldon Candice. I'm chilling with Black Hollywood Live. And check out my new short film with J. Cole, presented by Rock Nation and Dreamville, Crooked Smile. You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives The Beat. It's your boy DJ Jesse Jandity, and I am so excited. Drake's album leaked, so I'm like thrilled. Uh, we got Jay Cole's Crooked Smile. I actually, as you saw earlier, sh- sat down with the director, Sheldon Candice. Make sure you guys check out blackhollywoodlive.com to catch the rest of that interview. But there's no more talking. We're actually going to talk about Janelle Monae's actual, uh, new album that just came out. But beyond that, I'm super excited right now because I have an amazing being in this room with me right now. She is the incredible, the lovely, the beautiful Joy Star. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We finally got to have this sit down so that I can yes. pick at your brain <laughs> and kind of see where you're at right now musically. I welcome because, the picking. All right, here we go. Uh, because uh, you dropped your uh, visual EP a, a few months back, mm-hmm. uh, Art and Beat, and it is incredible. We're going to actually take a look at that a little a little later. Uh, but I want to go over a couple topics uh, that just came out. The J. Cole Crooked Smile video just came out uh it was all in the blogs Mm -hmm. j cole it's featuring tlc everyone expected a tlc reunion and j cole kind of wanted to take a different path which i thought was really unique uh as an artist when you have names like tlc involved to kind of choose to not put them in the project visually um he met a director named sheldon candace who's a great guy and um he said you know Everyone has forgotten about the shooting in Detroit with a seven-year-old. Her name was Ayanna Jones. Uh, she was shot by police in a house raid mm-hmm. uh, back in 2010. And it was a story that really touched Cole. And he said, you know, I want this to be the visual to the actual product. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to play the brother. So Sheldon, we sat down with Sheldon and he basically said, J. Cole was amazing. He was the Ryan Gosling to my directing, which I'm like, mm, I don't know about no Ryan Gosling. But. <laughs> I still big kudos to J. Cole for, you know, kind of taking a different route and trying to evoke a different emotion out of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, this is something kind of similar it, it, to what certain artists are starting to do more it is more about the art form, more about touching certain politics versus, OK, well, what's going to sell? I don't think people have a choice anymore, really. People are for well artists are forced to be transparent they're forced to you know do reality shows now they're they're ex- we're exposed to so much now and you know our generation we grew up with the internet so mm-hmm. we don't know any we don't know the difference between real life and digital so if you're not making a stance then on on something you're falling for anything and we're bored mm-hmm. in 5 minutes so i'm really glad that j cole is is deciding to take a 
you know, platform, the platform that he is taking, I think it's amazing. I think it's brilliant. And I think more artists should really, really utilize their platforms in ways to better life and the world and communities, you know. And I'm so happy that music, the music video is becoming short films again. I I miss that. I mean, now it's just like, okay, well, let's just get a bunch of girls and, you know, it's a pool party. It's like, okay, well, we've seen this how many times? Like, (laughs) Nelly's done it back in 2001. Like, I don't want to see that anymore. You know, I I, I like the creativity and that, you know, the director really uh, wants people to understand this is a short film for the song. Well, when you make music, that requires that. I mean, we can do it all day with don't stop, don't that, don't stop, stop, yep. stop, you know, we can do that, pop that, you know, we can make a movie out of that, a visual movie, but why do that? Right. If the, the pool party fits the moment, you know what I mean? If that's the story. That's the story. <laughs> it would be so odd if French Montana came in and he's like, Talking about freaks. <laughs> you know, it, it's a pool party, you know what I mean? Talking about popping it, so... <laughs> But in this instance, and for for me, and art and beat, it was like that for me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to convey a, a message, you know, and trying to compile all my music into a story, and so people can understand where I was when I wrote all those songs. Right. So, which it does, <laughs> it expresses it very well. Thank it, you very it, much. It definitely brings uh, the fans closer to you as an artist. I definitely think that. Um, all right, next topic, Drake, mm-hmm. his new album. Ah, nothing was the same was leaked, and the internet went crazy. And I must have been sleeping when that happened. The, the interesting thing is, I mean, the album is awesome. It's a little emo for me, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Drake is kind of... Drake is emo, though, right? He's he, like an emo partier. I never looked at him like that <laughs> until, like, as of, like, the, the 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 recent singles and, you know, ever since The Weeknd came out, I feel like he really kind of drifted towards that. And this album is just... It's definitely giving me that emo feel, but I love it. I, I mean, I wake up every morning and this is the album that I play. I can't wait to hear it. But I actually have a theory. Okay. So he's been releasing these two pictures, right? Mm-hmm. One with the baby version of him and one with himself. Now, the leak with the album picture was the older one. So I'm wondering, and this would be just my crazy marketing head, if he actually put the leak out as a mixtape to kind of keep people buzzing about it, and then he drops this this album with all different tracks. I would love that, I Drake. would, Please do if that. I was him. Right? So I'm hoping that's what it is. That we're, sounds fun. We're, we're going to listen to a, a track off the album a little later. Right. Uh, but I want to get to Janelle Monet right now. Her album was just released, Electric Lady. Have you gotten a chance to check it out? <sighs> I'm going to be extremely honest with you. I do not listen to music. Really? Other than my own when I'm focused on my own. Mm-hmm. I've been just listening to that. If I hear something, it's Tell us because, a little bit why the crea- with the creative process as far as why you choose well, to for, do Well, for me, I don't, I don't want any outside influences unless I feel led to um, listen to something in particular. It's usually something really old right. or really obscure. But um, I don't yes. really... I don't really listen to, to like what's on right now, like what's mm-hmm. hot right now. I end up hearing it in passing or if it's a, a really huge song, if it's like number one or something right. like that, of course, I'm going to hear it. But um, I try to stay 
pretty closed when it comes to uh, exposing myself too much to too many things at once when I'm trying to focus on one thing at a time. Right, and especially probably to build your artistry as far as who Joy, what Joystar is really going to give to people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard when you have outside influences going coming well, towards you. It's hard if you don't know exactly who you are mm-hmm. and you have outside influences, but at this point... I'm pretty solid. Well, not pretty. I am solid in who I am as an artist, uh-huh. and I know exactly what I want to deliver sound-wise and um, visually. Mm-hmm. So um, I like to stay in that realm. Now, if I was discovering still, then I wouldn't mind listening to things because I'm still trying to find out right. who I am. But I, I enjoy I enjoy hearing new things and stuff like that, hearing about it like, oh, did you hear such and such? I want you to hear this. This is a really cool song. Then I'll listen to it that way, but... Well, so I'm going to go through a couple of the songs okay. here from off of Janelle's album. That's All right, cute. So here's the thing. I was really, really excited for this album because I felt like she's such a slept-on artist. And mm-hmm. finally, I felt like marketing-wise, this is... Because she does the androgynous thing. And I felt like this femmed it up a little bit. So it's a little more marketing mainstream. Um, and this... on the, I mean, the album... Bet she got Prince... She got Solange, she got Erica Badu, she got Esperalda Spalding. I mean, I'm like, this album's going to be amazing. Heard it. I love it. I do. I, I I expected a little more. I was kind of disappointed with the Prince feature on it. I'm no. like, you got Prince on your album, girl? And this Don't is say it. It's a good song. It's a good song. There's nothing wrong with it. But it just didn't have that epicness that Prince usually delivers. May I suggest that maybe mm-hmm. you may have been expecting a little too much. Probably. Maybe because you saw the names and you're like, "What Prince? Like what? Like what?" And then you listen to it, like, "Eh, <laughs> it could oh, be that. It could be that. It you know? could be that." Uh, uh, all right. Well, so we're gonna start with one song. The first one is uh, "Electric Lady" with Solange Knowles. Okay. This one it, it took me a couple listens to become obsessed with it, which I am now. So, Phil, can we play "Electric Lady" featuring Solange? totally apologize actually that was the can't live without your love track off of the album which is one that didn't have a feature on it uh and it's actually the track that i was most drawn to on her Mm. album uh it's my favorite wake up in the morning as i'm driving getting ready to go to work that's a nice song just to wake up to and i i like that janelle can embody a certain era in time she sounds like I can't picture the exact year that I really want to say because I, I feel don't like know the year either. It's a it's a time and space. Like I mean, because it almost gives we, a little I Diana Ross. Believe we were born then, but it feels like nostalgic. It yes. feels she sounds like. And finish that statement too. You say one? I feel like we don't we aren't born 
what were you going to say with, with finishing that? Um, I don't know. No? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I just think uh, she sounds extremely time-capsuled, yep. if, if I can say and, that. Uh, and if also that makes timeless, yeah. She does sound timeless, but she and she also sounds like she's from a certain time. Mm-hmm. Like she studies a certain, like she loves, she probably loves like 70s music and like, you know, like if I was a hippie yep. and <laughs> I was hanging out with like Janis Joplin and all those people, like she'd be hanging out with them too, you know? Right. I think that she fits that whole vibe. Uh, and that's why I was really excited to get for her to get Solange on the track because I feel like Solange also has the ability to... Uh, bring a different era to new age music. Yes, they remind uh, me of each other, like oh, futuristic hippies. Yeah, I like that. Let's start a movement with that futuristic hippies. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna uh, go to the next track, which is the title track, "Electric Lady," featuring okay. Solange. track electric lady uh featuring solange again just nostalgic Mm -hmm. uh this is off her second album electric lady it was released september 10th congratulations Uh, janelle right girl uh bad uh she's off bad boy big boy diddy uh roman arthur produced uh the album so good luck with that janelle yeah all right now moving on Let's get into the world of Joy Star. Yeah. All right, girl. So you grew up a church girl, mm-hmm. a gospel girl. A PK. All right. Also, I am not crazy. I am not wild. You're not like the TLC show. Wait. Preacher oh. kid? Preacher's daughters? No. No. Right. No. I've had moments. <laughs> you know what I mean? But people have these uh, stereotypes with preacher's children Mm -hmm. that we are the most crazy and we're just so wild and you just you just deliver it in a different more artistic way yeah i mean i like to party i like to have a good time but i like to also be classy and Mm -hmm. you know tuck the wild child in everybody has one you know it's a time and place for that though so growing up doing gospel uh i read that you had a calling in Mm -hmm. which gospel wasn't it uh, was that yeah. kind of something, was that hard for your family, for you to kind of, you know, try your own type of music? Or did, did they fight for you to kind of want to stay into the in the church light? No, I, my parents didn't force me to stay singing gospel. It was more hard for me than I believe it was for them. I cried a lot. I didn't understand why the songs I, w- you know, were writing were love songs and there was no lyric that said Jesus you're 
the Christ of the world. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it didn't come out that way. So I thought there was something wrong with me initially. And I, I would pray about it all the time. Like, what's like, why am I writing these love songs? Like, is this the devil or something trying to come out of me? But um, I started to read the Bible for myself and build a relationship with God for myself. And I discovered that God is love. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm made in the image of God and God is love, then I'm love. And what's going to come out of me? Love. Love subjects. Um, and that's basically what I realized. You also made a comment about wanting to be the bridge between people who believe and people who don't believe. Oh, look at you. Yeah, no thing. I told you, when you walked in, I was like, <laughs> yes, girl, I can wait to talk to you. I, I want to go into that. Why? Where, where did you come up with that type of idea as far as was it people who you met who didn't believe that you kind of, you know, understood them and wanted to show them a different light? Or how did that come about wanting to be that bridge? It came about um, through my own experience. I stopped believing. Mm-hmm. I grew up in church. Um going to church every Sunday and Bible study and everything and knowing who God is and knowing Jesus is the savior of the world and died on the cross and all these things. And as I got older, um, when my grandfather passed, I completely became atheist because I prayed for him so hard. He had cancer and I prayed that he would you know, get healed of his cancer. I'll pray to God every night. Like, please don't take my grandfather. Please let him get healed. And, and he died. So I blame God for that. And so I became atheist for a very long time. And it actually wasn't until I went on tour with Kanye where I built my relationship with God again and discovered that, you know, there actually is a God. And these these are just life events that happen. And there's no way to control those things. But there is a God and God is loving. What on the tour kind of got you back into realizing that? Being by myself, just in my room. Um, completely away from what I was used to, my parents, my brother, my family. And I had to just deal with joy and just be with my own thoughts. It was my first time away from home. I didn't go to college. Um, I dropped out. So this was my college. Mm -hmm. You know, I did this instead of going to college. So it was a culture shock being around all those different cultures and, and learning that there are other people in the world that believe other things. And it just broadened my horizon and made me realize that it's so much bigger than what we make it like religion it's not about that part it's about everyone as a whole coming together Mm -hmm. with like minds and believing that god is who god is and god is love and you know all these things and trying to be one like-minded one you know in that Mm -hmm. sense because we're all different we're born with different um ideologies and things like that but if we can have that common ground we can always connect right what kind of, you know, and for anyone listening who doesn't know, you were actually on tour with Kanye for the Glow in the Dark tour uh, as a backup artist, a singer. Yes, I was actually, I actually started on tour with Kanye um, on the Touch the Sky tour, Touch the Sky tour, which was his first big tour. Mm-hmm. And um, that tour I went on with him was actually supposed to only last two months. And it, that ended up lasting five and a half years, which led up to the Glow oh, in the Dark exactly. tour. Which on the tour, you said you wanted to sing back up for Kanye forever. I did. I and did. he didn't want that for you. No, he did not. He told me that I was too talented for that. And 
basically that he would be stifling my growth if he allowed me to to stay in the background forever. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, was hoping that he would say yes because I was extremely deathly afraid of performing by myself on stage at the time. Yeah. So I was working through those insecurities and um, it forced me to really get out there and try to do something I've never done, which is be confident as an artist. And take me through that step after, you know, leaving the backup singing world and kind of developing yourself as an artist. How did you lose those insecurities? And I mean, I'm sure you still have insecurities today, but how did you kind of build over those? Um, Just allowing myself to go through each emotion and not suppress it, like the the feelings of insecurity, the feelings of um, uncertainty, just to let it pass through and recognize it and move forward. What I used to do is focus too much on the fact that I was insecure about something like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm so scared to get on stage. I'm so scared to sing. People are going to be staring at me. Instead of that, I just let the emotion come through of like, God help me. Mm -hmm. Stay focused. This is what you came here for. Go. And I just do it. And I just get on stage and sing now. And so from there, you've created tons of music and you really want your music to represent the mood that you're in, mm-hmm. the light that you're in, and create art, which is where now we create art beat, art and beat. Yes. Kind of give everybody a little roundabout as to the sound of art and beat, because it's kind of, it's, you say, it, it, people don't really know whether to classify it as a genre, as a statement, a movement. Give us a little definition in your terms of art and beat. Art and beat is a hodgepodge of many emotions and genres in one. It's artsy, it's soulful, it's um, electric, it's every emotion that a human can experience while they're listening to music. Mm -hmm. And so I like to call it art and beat because whatever I created was what I felt that day. So it was like having a black canvas of just blank space and I'm painting my feelings through music and that's what people will hear and people will connect to it because everyone's felt every emotion everyone's felt hurt pain happiness and all of that usually people like to put all those emotions on their album Mm -hmm. but they don't really realize they're doing it they're just writing and feeling vibes I consciously decided I want to put every emotion on this album and that's what it is art and beat and what is the motivation as far as what you really wanted to tell your audience with this album? The motivation is, my again, my own experiences. I've dealt with so much pain, you know, in regards to being in a relationship, love relationships. And I've seen people I know go through similar situations. And I've also seen people that, excuse me, are celebrities and they go through similar situations, but for them, they can't really talk about mm-hmm. it because they feel like their business is exposed. And so they sometimes don't want to sing about it because then they'll feel like, well, people are put peace in my life together and they'll right. know too much about me. I, on the other hand, I decided to just be transparent. I'm a new artist. It doesn't matter anyway. You know what I mean? I don't have anything to mm-hmm. hide. You know, my parents know everything I've done. <laughs> I have nothing to hide. So... Uh, yeah. And what kind of inf- what influences you as far as when 
your writing? Uh, are there certain places you like to go? Is there certain, I know you said you don't like to really listen to uh, music when you're writing, but are there artists that inspired you growing up that kind of like, this is really what I want to do? Yes. Um, because I grew up in church, I, I listened to gospel music all the time. My parents actually didn't al- allow my brother and I to listen to the radio. We were only allowed to listen to gospel music. So gospel artists are definitely my inspiration. The Winans, Commission, Clark Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love Sade. My my aunt, my auntie Nini used to come over and watch us, and she used to watch videos, and I would be sneaking. <laughs> but Sade, Lauren Hill, you know, I saw that kind of stuff, and um, Layla Hathaway. I love their voices. I love what I feel when I hear them sing, mm-hmm. and I feel that they're coming from an extremely honest place, a place that we don't really hear anymore, and that's why how you were saying before that you're excited about J. Cole and like these artists really taking it back to what the essence of real artistry is Mm -hmm. because people want to to just be famous for the sake of being famous. You know, they don't even care why, but... About the actual art. No. And one other thing that I really loved is that you actually worked with your brother. How I mean, how does that come about as far as, you know, deciding like, okay, I'm, you know, going to remain true to myself i want to pull my brother on board you know was it that you guys had had a concept as far as an album goes or you know was it that you just were like no you're my brother i want the two of us to work together my brother and i have been working together for so long it was never a conversation like hey we should work together you're great at what you do i'm great at what i do we've been singing together from really little in church. So when my brother started to um, dabble in producing, um, it was just natural for him to have me sing on all the songs. I never got paid for anything. No, just kidding. (laughs) But I would demo all his songs, and then he kicked me out of the garage because he had a setup in my parents' garage, of Mm -hmm. his first setup, um, you know, whatever, production setup, and he'd have people come over and demo songs and have me come do the backgrounds of whatever song it was. He'd be like, all right, get out. (laughs) Like, fine. (laughs) We'd argue or whatever. But um, it's very natural. It was... It was only natural, especially because he's my older brother, to work with him. And he knows so well what he's doing. He's amazing at what he does. He's been doing it a long time. He plays every instrument. And he knows what he's doing. And I also know what I want to sound like. So when we come together, we have to compromise on that. Because he's extremely seasoned Mm -hmm. as a producer. And he's been doing this. And he's made amazing records. And I'm a new artist, but I also have my idea of what I want to sound like. So... We finally have come to a, a place where we both agree this is what it is. This sounds great. He loves it. I love it. It's it's been a. I was gonna say, how long did it take before you got he could find the whole time of, I was on tour. I just, <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it all the way for real. Okay, it took five years. Five years. Yes, but you or longer. Now. You know why? That's what we call the five year plan. Let me tell you Everyone why. Because I'm his little sister, and half the time he's probably not listening to me. <laughs> Because it's just that element there. But what I had to do was I had to go outside of him and do songs with other producers and just play them for him so he can understand. Because I couldn't articulate it either. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just his fault. I would say, I want a song that sounds like Dr. Dre produced it and like festival music and like Coldplay and like (laughs) MGMT. 
And he'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds stupid. I don't want to. No. So I just had to basically create it and let him hear it. Uh, all right. So you create Art and Beat, a mm-hmm. visual EP. And for those of you who don't know what that is, basically, you took the songs off the EP and you created a real short film yes. in which... Honestly, like, I felt like the scene we're about to play, it's right before, uh, Bloodshot. Uh, I like it because I just felt like, girl, I'd be sitting right at that table with you being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't. So we're gonna show a little quick, uh, quick clip from the visual EP. Yeah. So, what's up with music? Like, you know what? Actually, that's the only thing right now that's keeping me alive, I think. I feel like every emotion I've been feeling about this situation, I've been putting into my music, and that's been the only thing keeping me from raging like all uh, crazy. You know what I mean? Hey. Now my eyes don't get a bloodshot. They like to smoke, they like to drink We all got addictions, that's what I think Lies, hate, gossip That's what some people get off of Money and sex, power, religion There's too many addictions to mention And we just can't stop I'll tell you about one of them I got I'm addicted to this music I'm addicted to this music If I could smoke it, I would Smoke it, I would, yeah Cause I'm addicted to this I love that song. Like you Thank just you. bump that in the car. And it's just <laughs> Thank like you. I love that you can't put you in a box. Yeah, as musically, you go from Thank just you. watching this EP. It's about twenty minutes long, twenty mm-hmm. twenty five minutes, uh, and you just really get to. It's you bare stripped. You kind of really get to know all the aspects of you, um, and Thank even you. to start. Uh, the first scene is uh, Lonely Eyes, uh, and you were telling me you guys shot that in the mountains. I mean, I thought y'all were in, like, Australia. Everybody does. Everybody <laughs> Some, does. Yeah. Visually, it's amazing. You know, Thank you. And you said that the concept, you really had to trust the director for that. Yeah, shout out to Real Life. He's amazing. Um, I did. I had to trust. You know what I do? Even though I'm headstrong and I know exactly what I want, and I'm very confident in what I want. I know that other people are good at what they do, and mm-hmm. I allow people to do that, especially if we're a team and we're working together. That's what it's about. I'm right. good at what I do, and I'm going to deliver as to the best of my ability in that. But what I'm not going to do is your job. So if you tell me I have an idea for you and we're going to drive 50 miles up into the mountains and it's going to be amazing, I'm going to be skeptical, but I'm going to say, okay, well, you know, I mean that's a that's a big trust factor right there. You have to trust. You have to, and if you don't, then you know you're shutting yourself off. The same walls you build up to protect yourself are the same walls that will block you from things. Oh, message! Ooh. I just said I'll something. Write down, write down. I'll write that one down. <laughs> uh, you know, some another track that I really love off it is Shantae, and it's Thank funny you. when you go through the comments and see what your fans say. Shantae is actually kind of a shocker for a lot of them for for you. There was getting down with your little hip rolls and you was getting it in, girl. Yeah, you, you know, know. You got, like you said, everyone has that side. And yes. you know, it's time to kind of show everybody the facets of who you are 
yeah, you know, I can have fun. I can have my time, too. But it's also relaying a message. Yeah, it is. And that's why, thank God, God gave me the idea of art and beat. Because, like you said, I'm not in a box. Mm -hmm. You're not... If you expect something from me or you expect a certain sound that has absolutely nothing to do with me, that has everything to do with you and what you wanted from me. But what I have to deliver is just an artistic view set to some amazing beats. You know what I mean? Art and beat. And visuals, people. All right. So now you have a song that you're going to perform for us. Yes. Called Seven Seven. Seven Seven. I heard this, people. And y- y'all are not going to believe at home that she's actually going to sing this live right now. But she is going to sing this live, and I'm really excited. Uh, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, let's get the beat. This is Seven Sevens by Joy Star. Seven, 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 seven. Always dream we're together Try to make it last But I gotta wake up Then you reappear when I'm in the mirror Putting on my makeup I want you back Feels like I've been waiting my whole life And it's so sad You're not here with
live in studio. That was Joy Star. Yes, she sang that live, y'all. Where did the uh, the movement for Seven Sevens come from? Where did that creativity spark? What sparked the creativity for that song in your personal life? Um. Oh, we're gonna get deeper. Right <laughs> well, I happen to find myself quite in love mm-hmm. and um my number at the time actually started with a seven seven is also my favorite number it's god's perfect number and um i was actually in the studio a little sad because i was trying to figure out a way to express these feelings mm-hmm. and i didn't know how and so i was actually speaking to my brother i'm like how do you tell a guy that you have feelings for him without coming across crazy or being too aggressive or, you know, whatever. And he's like, you just, I mean, you let a guy talk to you, but you can, you, you know, you can approach a guy and we're just having this, this candid conversation or whatever. And so he starts playing this track and I just start singing the song like seven, 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 seven. Like, do you think about me? Because I'm thinking about you. Because I was literally, that's how I felt. You were singing the emotions. I was singing the emotions like I always, like I always Damn. do. <laughs> I was singing the emotions. And that's what came out. And um, so when I got to the seven, seven part, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. My brother started singing seven, 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 seven. And he was like, you should just say seven, seven, seven. I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Like a number. But he said that. He was like, oh, it's like a number. Like seven, seven, seven would be your number. I was like, oh, right. my God, that is my favorite number. And that is my number. Like, oh, my God, it's brilliant. So we end up finished. We finished writing the song with um, with Juan Winans. He was there and we all wrote it together. And it came out to be amazing. And I really, really love this song. What, and uh, as far as moving forward, what can we expect from Joystar for 2014? Ooh, you can expect to hear more from me, to see more from me. And you can expect to join the movement that is art and beat. It's a love movement, man. You know, let's bring love back. Let's bring the, you know, the hippie flowers and the, you know, skipping through daisies back you know Mm -hmm. the unity of love do you find yourself now uh kind of writing extended i mean even though i guess art and beat is you so anything that you are doing from then to now is an extended version off of that Mm -hmm. but are do you find yourself going back in time and kind of writing songs about your past or do you kind of are you in the moment now writing songs about what you're going through today in the moment it's as far as upcoming projects i'm in the moment regardless if i'm feeling a emotion that um is from a memory which would be you know me thinking about my past i try to stay in the moment though mm-hmm. if i think about something and um, i'm connecting to it and my I'm trying to find the best way to say it. My inner self, my inner being is like, you need to express these emotions. I'll write them down. Like mm-hmm. like Lonely Eyes, the, the video, the visual you said you loved. That song is actually about my grandfather passing. Mm-hmm. So that was something that happened that I expressed later. So it comes out like that as and well. And I love that you started with that, actually. In Thank you. In the EP. Kind of, you know, you said that was such a traumatic thing for you in your life and to kind of start that off with such a beautiful visual and then 
you know, rip the layers off Thank of Joystar. And- it was that was a devastating time in my life. Like my grandfather dies, and I stopped believing in God. Like it was like <laughs> I was extremely dark. But it you was- have arrived. Well, I'm still here. I'm still on the chat. You know, we haven't landed yet, but no, but I'm, you know what I'm saying. But we I'm have lifted. You ain't yeah. in the, you ain't in those dark times no more. I know? have buckled my seatbelt. Found your enlightenment. Yes, I love that. Thank you. Uh, where can your fans follow you? Keep in touch with you. I'm on Twitter. Um, Joystar, J O I S T A R. I'm on Instagram. I love Joystar. Facebook, Joystar, J O I S T A R. And you're very interactive with your fans too. Yes, I am. Because let me just tell y'all, stop sending me messages as if I'm not human, okay? I might respond to you and you might not like it one day, okay? Uh, it's just, just real talk, people. There we go. And uh, your YouTube channel, because... Yeah, it's Joystar as it's well. It's like candy in a basket. You can just go through and watch a video, and it's amazing. Thank you. Um, all right, so make sure you guys check out Joystar. Right now, we're going to get into the six six uh, six records that y'all got to go out, go to iTunes, and download after you guys subscribe to us over at BHL's The Beat on iTunes. First track... No, we talked a little about this earlier. You know, I'm not fooling with you on this. Really? Uh-uh. All right. You're going to give me the... Uh-uh. All right, guys. So she, we're going to see what we're going to We're going to talk out. about it after. Right. All right. So Eddie Murphy released a song with Snoop Lion called Red Line. And me and my homegirl, we were at the house, and she was like, we saw it on Vivo, and I was like, what the hell is this? Now, the visual for me was a little interesting, because I just can't watch Eddie Murphy sing anymore and I don't know why it's just I just he's a comedian to me so and I hate putting people in boxes like that but because he done shown me out with this song the song is called Redline let's just play it I love it, it has a nice reggae feel to it Murphy singing that. It just shocked me. I, like, I mean, I know he he has vocal abilities. That is awesome. But I I totally am for this. I support Snoop Lion's movement with this. So I definitely think y'all need to check this out. It's called Redline. There's a video out for it. Don't really recommend watching the video, but definitely purchase it on iTunes. Next song, Drake off his new album. Nothing was the same. Furthest thing. So right after I play my Janelle Monet Can't Live Without You, I have to play this song because they just get my morning going. Furthest thing. Somewhere between psychotic and iconic. Somewhere between I want it and I got it. Somewhere between I'm sober and I'm lifted. Somewhere between a mistress and commitment, but I stay down. Girl, I always stay down. Get down, never lay down. Promise to break everybody out before I break down. Everyone just wait now. So much on my plate now. People I believed in, they don't even. Drake, the furthest thing. Get a little emo in your life. 
I, I need it. Drake. You know, oh, I, you know what really upsets me about people with Drake? Stop with the damn Mimi things on Instagram. <laughs> what thing? They be shading Drake so much. What on is Instagram. Unibrow? Oh no, they've done moved on from the Unibrow. They because they, every time there's some depressing thing, they always show Drake over in the corner, like oh, sad. <laughs> you know what I do love though? Where's the her? one where he's like, My. like the, the baby. What's the one? The Maury Povich one, and he's like, "You are not the father." He's kind of like, ooh, yeah. like, he has that little look, <laughs> and he's like, walking eh. off it. Yep. <laughs> That one's hilarious. I, I love it. I do. That, I do like that one. Uh-huh. But the sad one, can we stop with the sad Mimi Drake, Drakes? I just can't with those anymore. Leave Drake alone. I'm going I'm to make a, a viral video. He's a that. lover, not a fighter. Right. Uh, next, we got Pusha T featuring Kendrick Lamar, Nostalgia. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna see a dead body? Instrumentals from my mama's Christmas party. Troubles on my mind. I still smell crime. My little brother crying. Smokers repeatedly bind. My Sega Genesis, either that or my auntie was still in it. Hit the pipe and start filling it. Ooh, we cut me some slack. We never did that. This was different. Jeez Louise, please help me relax. Quantum physics could never show you the world I was in when I was 10. Back when nine ounces had got you 10. And nine times out of 10, niggas don't pay. This is off the album. My name is my name. Pusha T. Again, another slept on artist that I just. Yeah. Yeah. Love. I'm feeling the little, two little, the little. I don't know what we would on. call that, but little, I, don't I don't know. I was gonna go someplace. Accessories? Like I don't know. <laughs> Beard uh, accessory? But I'm glad with the whole Yeezus album that Kanye put out. I feel like it's getting people to think differently when it comes to hip hop, and I, I like that because it'll open the doors for people to actually listen to Pusha T. Because I feel like there was a certain sound in hip hop where it was like if you heard anyone sounding a little bit differently or a little too lyrical, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't mess with that. It's not Nicki Minaj. It's not Lil Wayne. It's not that genre. Right. So I'm glad that Kanye took this artistic expression and threw Jesus at us um, because I think it will open the door for these types of artists. Yeah, I think P- Pusha T is is pretty killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get Kendrick Lamar, I mean, the features he has too are re- Can we just ridiculous. talk about Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> Kendrick Lamar is awesome. It, lyrically, for him not to put an album out this year, because his album was released last year. Right. And to be where he is on top, one of the t- most requested, looked after artists right now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think about him calling everybody out? Uh, all of his, I mean, obviously his friends, but kind of just saying, like, what the hell are we doing? I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was extremely, uh, extremely brilliant. That's hip hop. That's what people talk about. When I hear my brother and his friends debating about hip hop, it's always some type of uh, battle yep. that, they, that they're talking about. Or who's better than who? What coast is better than what? And who from where is the best in that city? And I just think it's healthy competition. When you take it too far, it's stupid. I thought it was brilliant that he was speaking about his friends, like people he actually knows, because he can call him like, hey, yeah, you, you high, you number one, yeah, you high, but, but I this. still want to beat you. I mean, Let's keep it real. There's one spot for number one. Mm-hmm. I want it. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's not the wrong one. No, it's just a, it's, it's a friendly competition, like you said. And speaking of hip-hop, uh, Terrace Martin, 
has created hits from all of your favorite West Coast mm-hmm. rappers. Uh, his new album is Three Chord Fold, and this features uh, Wiz Khalifa, and it's called Motivation. Terrace Martin, Three Chord Fold. Make sure you guys check that out on iTunes. And then the final two, I I normally don't bring pop into it, but I gotta say, you know, we were talking about beef and friendly competition. Mm -hmm. I miss the 90s when there was competition. It was who's gonna be the number one R&B diva, Whitney, Mariah. It was just, and it wasn't even like they took it as a competition. It was just like Mariah came out with an album and it was like, hi, I'm Mariah Carey and I'm shitting on everybody. Whitney Houston came out and said, no, boo, I'm shitting on everybody. <laughs> right. And then you have Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera right. who's going to get the Pepsi, who's going to get the Coke, you know, the ads. And I feel like this week in pop music, and so I got to give this the, the credit where credit is due. We got, I mean, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga all going at it all releasing albums at the same exact time within the same month Um, Mm. and I thought this was a bold move Uh, Katy Perry released her single uh, Dark Horse featuring Juicy J because Juicy J done Juicy J done taking over pop music he working with Justin Bieber Miley Cyrus Mm -hmm. I mean he's everywhere right Right. now Uh, but let's check this out Dark Horse I'm obsessed with it Let's rage. And here you were, you were gonna come to me. And here you are, but you better choose carefully. Cause I, I'm capable of anything, of anything, and everything. Make me a Aphrodite, make me a one and only. Katy Perry, Dark Horse, this is off her uh, upcoming album, Prism. I like the sound. I want this Katy Perry in my life. I want this visual right I, on a huge canvas. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for the video. The Roar video. Girl, I thought like he was doing a little too much with that one. But if this is what we're going to get for that visual, I'm kind of really excited. Yeah. I, I want to hear that song. I, I don't like to. See, that's why I don't like to hear people's music. I don't want to have an opinion about your music unless you ask me. I think it's rude. That's true. Because I'm an artist. And, you know, it's like... Judging what you, a kid for coloring outside the lines, mm-hmm. you know. But these are all songs that need to be downloaded because they have, they have definitely stepped in this week and deserve the credit for it. Um, and again, I just have to give it to her because I've followed this girl's career forever and the fact that she's finally back Katy Perry dared to release a, her second single the same day Britney released hers, Britney Spears. Produced by Will I Am, who's one of my favorite producers ever. Uh, this is called Work Bitch. Uh-huh. 
So, at first I wasn't crazy about the track because I was like, this is, I mean, like, I done thought you couldn't produce Britney Spears more than she already has been produced. Uh, right. But, and I pray to God that the visual relays this type of message somehow. This gives me Paris is Burning. I mean, like, when they played this in at the Abbey, which is a huge club out here in West Hollywood, I mean, it was, I felt like I was at the damn concert. I'm sure when this song comes on, every person that, <laughs> I don't, I, it's just, this song is good. It's good. It it's is. It's a good party song. Everybody's going to be flipping out, twerking, boging, uh, everything. And she's cross. There you go. I mean, we're getting we're we're mixing genres again. Pop, EDM, like. And she said our favorite word in the song. I mean, I won't repeat it. The Mom word is and dad bitch, and brother. I'll but uh, you know what I mean. All right, so there you guys have it. The top six. I want to thank you, Joy Star, for coming thank in studio you for performing me. for us again. Where can your friend, uh, fans follow you? Joy Star, J O I S T A R R. That's Joy Star on Twitter. I love Joy Star on Instagram, Joy Star Facebook, and you, come to my shows maybe. when I have them. Uh, you guys make sure to follow us at, at um, I'm sorry, at Black Hollywood Live at BHL Online on Twitter. You guys can follow me at DJ Jesse J. Until next week, same time, same place. Peace. From producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Christian, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.